0: Welcome to the Masterful Coach Podcast with Molly Claire, where coaches learn skill mastery, business mastery, and life mastery at a whole new level. If you're ready to create a meaningful coaching business that makes a difference, you're in the right place. And now, your host, Master Coach Instructor Molly Claire. Hey, coaches, I have a special treat for you and for me as well. As I had the opportunity to interview my very own 11 year old daughter, Daisy, as her book is going to be coming out in the next few weeks. She has written a book from her perspective, A Kid's Guide to Divorce and Life After, and it's got tips, tricks, and more in there. And it's really been an amazing process for her. And I wanted to have her come on and talk with all of you about this because, similar to the challenges that you all face as you put yourself out there, as you help people, and as you move into this space of changing lives, she's experienced a lot of these same things. And so I thought this would be a really fun way to introduce her to all of you and share this work that she's done. Before we dive in, I want to make sure that you all know where you can get a hold of this book. I would love support from all of you. She will be launching her book in the next few weeks, and I will definitely be announcing it. But if you go to www.daisyfreestone.com. You can sign up there to be on the list to be the first to know when her book is released. And this is actually a big deal because when we have people buying the day that her book is released, it increases our chances of her hitting bestseller status on release day, which is kind of a big deal. So I would really appreciate the support for her. There is also an option on that page for you to say, yes, I want to interview her on my podcast, or yes, I want to email my list about the book when it's coming out. So if you are interested in purchasing her book on launch day or in spreading the word in any way, shape, or form, go to daisyfreestone.com and we appreciate so much your help and support. All right, here we go. The interview with Daisy starts now. Hey, everyone. Welcome to quite possibly my favorite podcast interview ever. I have the privilege of having my 11 year old daughter, Daisy here today. Say hello, Daisy. Hi. Um, (laughs)
1: Thanks for having me today. I'm so excited
0: to be here. This is so fun. So Daisy is here. I know this is a little out of the ordinary for this podcast, but Daisy has self-published a book. It is going to be launching in the coming weeks, written and illustrated by her. And it is all about helping kids to get through divorce and the process of life settling in after divorce. So I wanted to bring Daisy on because just like all of you building your businesses, She has a heartfelt message that she's bringing. She has been working to overcome all kinds of challenges, staying on track with the book, overcoming fears and doubts and frustrations and all of those amazing things that we do as we create something. True, Daisy? (laughs) Yes. If you could all see her, her
1: eyes are big right now. Um, Yeah. Yep. That's this. It's true. It's very true. Everyone has... All these struggles and you're not alone in it. That's right. So
0: I wanted to bring Daisy on so that she could share a little bit about what it's been like for her as perhaps the world's youngest self-help guru, coach, whatever you want to call yourself, right, Daisy? (laughs) So we're just going to dive right in. And I will, in the show notes, I will make sure to have available the information as to how you can all find her book and all of that good stuff. But we're just going to dive in with some questions. Prepare to be inspired. All right. So, Daisy, first of all, what was it that inspired you to write on this topic in particular of helping kids get through divorce?
1: First of all, everyone here should know that since I was about four or five, my parents have been divorced. So I've pretty much been dealing with that for as long as I can remember. Mm -hmm. And some parts of it are easy Mm -hmm. or easier than others. And Mm -hmm. some parts of it are even fun or Mm -hmm. like bonuses that other people with non divorced parents Mm -hmm. don't get. But there are also things they get that kids with divorced parents don't. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I just, I want to just,
0: I want to pause because I love Daisy that you are really pointing out both sides of this. Right. And that I think one of the things, this is part of what you bring, right. Is sharing with your audience, some of these ways of experiencing this process that can both acknowledge the challenges and also really appreciate the good. So I just mm-hmm. think that's, I love that you're starting off with that. Cause I think it's well, really a, a big part of your book. So anyway, so thank back so to, back to your story, mm-hmm. um, of how this came to be.
1: So some parts are easier than others. Some parts are definitely very difficult. And I think a lot of it has really helped me to grow as a person. Mm -hmm. And when I was in fourth grade, we were doing informational writing, Mm -hmm. like uh, guides or how tos Mm -hmm. on things that we have that, like us personally, everyone in the class, Mm -hmm. not as a class, we were each writing our own, that we Mm -hmm. each individually like mm-hmm. were to pick a topic mm-hmm. that we had a lot of experience with. yeah and we did quite a few. I think I did, I can remember four that I did mm-hmm. and so we had finished three or maybe mm-hmm. two and I was on mm-hmm. my third or fourth one and I was really stuck on a topic to use. And I was like, what? Like, I felt like my other topics had been good, but they just weren't really something that Mm -hmm. I, like, was passionate about, Mm -hmm. you know, like, sharing with the reader that, like, my experience with Mm -hmm. that and Mm -hmm. my personal advice. And, I mean, they were most mostly just guides to like games that I'd played or like places I'd been yeah. or like things, things I like to do. That didn't quite have as much like depth or meaning. Yeah I mean, they weren't really personal. No. Um like they were personal things that I enjoyed but not right. like that deep meaning. like sharing your experience. Yeah. Really some And out. so yeah. I was just thinking and then I thought divorce. Like that's one thing that I've had Mm -hmm. so much experience with Mm -hmm. that I can just really relate to other people in that situation and I can really Mm -hmm. share how I feel.
0: And And I want to back up a little bit because Daisy and I, just like a couple months before, We had been out on like girls night together and we had talked about writing a guide together, right? A mother daughter's guide to getting through divorce. So it had kind of already been on our minds a little bit. And so I remember when Daisy first came home with this amazing writing for kids about divorce and I read it and I remember just thinking, this has to go into print now. We can't wait until she and I, you know, collaborate and create something together. We will, right? It's still in the works, Daisy. It's going to happen one day. Yeah. Um, But I just remember reading the words and just like all of you as coaches write from your heart. As I read the words that you had written, Daisy, I just remember feeling like, wow, this is a message that needs to be shared. So it's just a a fun memory that I have. And in fact, I remember that you remember this, Daisy, you came home and I immediately took a picture of it and I sent it off to Everett, who I've worked with my book on and shared with others and said, we have to do something with this. So, so much fun.
1: Yeah. I, I remember we worked on each book for about a week. So we were doing this for a while. It was a long unit Mm -hmm. in writing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we'd start out with like a rough draft and then we keep going. And I mean, I felt good about the work. I mean, I I felt passionate about it, but it wasn't like a real book Yeah, yet. I wasn't even thinking about that then.
0: Yeah, Um, yeah.
1: So it wasn't, it didn't have that kind of depth that a real book did, but I was still passionate about it. I mean, I was like, yeah. And I was pretty proud of it. And I brought it home and I asked my mom to read it. And she looked at it and she looked at the pictures and she was like, oh my gosh, this is perfect. She was like, this is so good. Mm-hmm. And I just remember she looked at me straight in the eyes and she was like, Daisy, we have to publish this. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I was like, I just kind of thought about it. And I was like, Heck yeah. Like, I mean, (laughs) I just knew it would be such a fun, even though a complicated process for um, a uh, nine, 10 year old, which is how old I was at the time. I'm 11 now. But I was like, this is going to be so fun. And my mom had already published this incredible book for um, moms, The Happy Mom Mindset. Check that out. You yeah, haven't read it. <laughs> and um, so I knew that she would guide me through it, and together we would just end up creating this amazing book. And so, so she reached out to Everett, who she'd worked with on her book before. He works at Ignite Press, which is a really good book. Yeah, we did. And
0: I actually interviewed Everett a couple of weeks yeah. ago. So and I've I've referred a lot of people to him. So really good I,
1: book. Publishing people. Yes, the book. But, yeah. People. yeah. Yeah.
0: And and Daisy, I think also as you were talking about your start to this, right? And thinking this is something I know a lot about. One thing I know that you've shared with me as you've talked with people at your school about your book is that you didn't realize how many other kids were also kids of divorce. Yeah. It's been a little surprising to you, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I've
1: read books like nonfiction books mm-hmm. and fiction books, fiction books about kids who have been through divorce and how uh, there's a lot of those and nonfiction books mm-hmm. that talk about a lot of kids go through it and even give like some mm-hmm. more specific numbers. That means a lot that just that I didn't really get, but I knew meant there was a lot of people.
0: Yeah. But not right there in but your classroom. Right. You just I don't guess realize.
1: I know. And yeah. I was like, there were some people, so I had a book cover contest Mm -hmm. and hold on. I want to pause
0: on that for just a second because I want to talk more in depth about the book cover contest. But before we do, I want to just put a pause and will you share with the audience what your book is called?
1: So my book is called A Kid's Guide to Divorce and Life After It, Mm -hmm. Tips, Tricks, and More. Yes. So
0: it's all a book written from your perspective about what it is yes. like for you written and, also, and illustrated. Yeah, yeah, that's right. She did the pictures as well. So amazing. And, um, and yeah, it's, it's really to let other kids know that you've been in their shoes. And in some ways, you know, you haven't been in their shoes because their situation's different. And that's one of the things that that I love about this book. And that also, I think a lot of my audience, you coaches can relate to that in some ways, our clients have so many similarities. And in some ways, there are also these differences. But no matter what differences there are, you can have this appreciation for the challenges that come. So I think that's one of my favorite things about the book.
1: And what I was just going to say, I know we are going to go into the cover contest in depth later. I just wanted to say real fast. Oh, yeah. um, I had the contest, and uh, I wasn't going to go into more about that because we're doing that later. Yeah. But I was just going to say there were lots of kids from my school who voted to help, and we'll explain that later, who voted to help. That's um, okay. We can, can talk about it now. And I saw everybody from my school, all these comments rushing in. And there were some kids who, I don't know, I just kind of, mm-hmm. I didn't even mm-hmm. think mm-hmm. that, I don't know, I just, mm-hmm. it surprised me. Yeah. So many of my friends, and even the people who I like barely knew, didn't know that well, I just kind of like knew never knew. Bit. There were so many people that I knew that I am around every day that are having or have had this experience, Mm -hmm. it was really surprising. Surprising for you. Yeah. So the cover
0: contest was where Daisy, there were several cover options and she shared it with people at her school. And of course, the teachers were so excited to share it. And I think all the kids in your grade voted on it, right, Daisy? At least, Pretty and much. many more. So, yeah, I think we ended up having about 500 votes just on the cover contest, and um, it was really amazing. Like Daisy was saying, to hear from people that had gone through the same thing, and were saying, "I wish I had this book when my parents got divorced." And and again, I know that Daisy, believe it or not, this is so relevant for my audience of coaches because Daisy, you were brave enough. To put your message out
1: there. Share my story.
0: Yeah, and share your story. You're able to connect with people that you otherwise would never have connected with, right? And and give them something meaningful. So I just think it's really amazing. Amazing. So Daisy, what impact do you hope this book will have on others, on kids going through a similar situation?
1: I hope it just inspires them. I just want people to read it and I my dream, I know this is a lot to ask, but I want people like I want to be one of those authors or one of those people that when someone is in a tough situation or they're struggling, they take that author or person's words and they're just in their mind and that is what they use every day for motivation and to get them through the struggles and just they they just take a deep breath and they remember some sage advice that I didn't realize was that sage mm-hmm. that I gave to them in my book I and I just brilliant. I really hope they take that and it's just in their brain mm-hmm. and they just think mm-hmm. I'm not alone I can yeah. do this yeah
0: well daisy one of the things that I say all the time to my coaches who I train and teach and work with in my group is that as coaches we become the voice inside our clients head my clients say that all the time they'll say i can hear your voice inside my head this is something that i've said many times and that's exactly what you're talking about right you want to be that voice in their head that inspires them that helps them to know they're not alone and i think that's i think that's amazing i think that's a great thing to hope for your book
1: yeah but I mean, that's like what I really want. It would be great if people would just read it, recommend it and try to use it to help them. And mm-hmm. I really hope it doesn't bore them <laughs> because I'll admit, I am definitely more of a fiction person myself. Nonfiction is definitely not something I would gravitate towards. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I hope it's something that drives people like that people would think to mm-hmm. just pick it up and yeah. just try it out. And I really yeah. hope it's not boring, but, uh, <laughs> I tried, to, I tried to, you know, I assure you of entertaining, that. but still helpful and not totally off track or wacky can kind of a crazy. Person. I think that some of the great
0: things about it are that it really talks to your personal experience. It acknowledges differences in experiences it shares some hypotheticals to help people, you know, help kids get used to what may happen. For example, parents dating again, those kind of things. And I love that you also give those tips. Right? Here are a few quick tips. Here are some things for you to try. So, I just I love the way it's written and the pictures too, which we're going to talk about in a minute. So, one thing I want to ask Daisy is what what would you say is the biggest challenge that you faced? in the process of bringing this book together?
1: So I think, and honestly, mom, you might not even have known this, but I was kind of worried about, and this wasn't the hardest part, but it was a little bit of a challenge for me. Mm -hmm. I was worried when I was writing it, like, what if I sound weird? What if people can't relate to this? Just kind of doubts about, Mm -hmm. and I was like, some points I was like, Do I even know what I'm doing here? Mm -hmm. Like, (laughs) you know, just nervous about that. Yeah. And I think that might be something that coaches experience a lot building their business too. Like, oh, yeah, all the time. Like, do I, do I, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't trust myself to do this. I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. I can't do this. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going to sound weird to my clients. Mm -hmm. And I don't think, that's true. Mm-hmm. Everybody is just working hard and trying to do our best mm-hmm. and it will always turn out great. How would you say you were able to move past that? I just kind of closed my eyes and I just mm-hmm. go to your Zen place. <laughs> and I right. just thought, well, in hyperactive is mine, like mine, there's not really a Zen place, but mm-hmm. as close to that as I could get, um, <laughs> I just think I can do this. I have so many people who love and support me. Mm -hmm. And even if this book totally bombs, which it is absolutely not going to, Mm -hmm. I still have all this loving support. And this is like a great experience for me. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I felt like, you know what? I just need to let this go. Mm -hmm. I can do this. Mm -hmm. And I need to get rid of that little voice in my head that's going, Mm -hmm. hey. What are you doing? You don't even know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Stop. You're, you're so bad at this. You're terrible. You need to quit. No. Nope. I, I love that you
0: shared that because you're exactly right. That is what happens for just about everyone. And I think one characteristic, Daisy, that you for sure have, and I think is so useful for all of you listening to think about is Daisy, you are one of the most determined people I have ever met. And so I think that it's so important to remember that it doesn't matter how much noise is in your head, how much fear, how much doubt that you experience, when you are determined to make that end goal happen, you will move through all of that. And that's really what you did. And I just, I love it, love it, love it. Daisy, tell us a little bit about what has been the most fun part for you of this entire process.
1: All right. So, and before I go into that, I just want to say one more thing about what was challenging, but I think another challenging part was the artwork. And I know we're going to talk about that in a minute, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it was very difficult because I would just felt like I'm so close to the end like I'm so close and I felt like it was kind of like teasing me like Mm -hmm. you're so close you're almost there Mm -hmm. and I just felt myself like I found myself trying to find the motivation for it and I felt like I just didn't have it Mm -hmm. like I felt like I had zero motivation and -hmm. then every time I would sit down to do it I feel like I'd waste my time and get distracted Mm -hmm. and it was very difficult for me yeah, I think that artwork
0: was something you decided to do and we had many conversations about it, right? <laughs> Not all of them positive because it kind of felt sometimes like uh, you know, we're working to get this book done on time and then, you know, you feeling a lot of pressure and worry about the artwork and decisions and it was a it was a pretty big deal to get through
1: all of that for me. It was a little bit of struggle to be honest yeah um i only just finished it a few days ago mm-hmm. after working on it having worked yeah. right? on it yeah, the working right yeah the artwork. book's been done for, for a few um, months but yeah the, the and the i it was just really difficult and we did have a lot of conversations about it some of them we spoke a little louder and used a little more harsh words because <laughs> we love each other and we're such a great team but that doesn't mean we're perfect together. We don't always agree. (laughs) And I mean, let's be honest, not all of them were conversations. A lot of them were more like arguments, (laughs) Um, but we were able to work past it. And we were both feeling a lot of worry and pressure about it. It wasn't just her. It wasn't just me. Both of us were having some pretty difficult feelings about it, but, um, we did it and we made it through. And so, yeah. Awesome. So
0: awesome. And the artwork is amazing. It's like, I just, every time I would see a piece of artwork, you got, you all can hear, I am gushing a little bit over her. I've realized this, but Hey, I think she's very gush worthy. So, and I'm excited for all of you to be able to get the book in your hands because she really did put so much into this artwork and it's just so unique and so meaningful and awesome so okay so back to Daisy tell us what has been the most fun part about this
1: um so I think I really like doing the um book cover contest I know
0: mm-hmm.
1: we're gonna go into it was that. so fun no I, don't, I, mean, I mean to keep bringing all these things up this are great not- and yeah, I talk tell about them about until the later. cover
0: contest and
1: why you liked it. So basically, we did it on a website called 99 Designs. And we were able to go on a Zoom meeting, much like this one, <laughs> um, with the creative coordinator of my book. Mm-hmm. And we were able to really kind of and tell her, we, right,
0: some of the things that we want it on your cover.
1: Yeah. And we actually went through this like little survey-ish thing. Mm -hmm. um, And I got to click on some different covers for different Mm -hmm. books that I really liked to, and I gave her a little bit of an idea of what kind of styles I wanted. And then there was this page and all kinds of people, designers for book covers, Mm-hmm. um got to post ideas for the covers mm-hmm. and every day me and my mom would look at it and see what new covers had come in and to and we would give them feedback and ratings on the covers mm-hmm. and i mean over the course of a week we kept looking at it and i'm pretty sure that's all it took to pick my book cover mm-hmm. like on that friday after inviting kids at my school to do to give their feedback on different covers, Mm -hmm. like um, basically how it worked was we looked at all the covers and I narrowed it down to six or five of my favorite cover designers. And uh, then I chose five of my favorites and we did a poll for Mm -hmm. Anyone with the link, we shared the links all kinds of places, Mm -hmm. um, to vote on which cover they liked best Mm -hmm. and comment and give stars and give reasoning and their comments and everything. And I really loved it because I got to see how, you know, I got to see all the kids at my school commenting, which I really loved, Mm -hmm. just all my friends and even the people I barely knew, just like saying hi to me, Mm -hmm. all the teachers even Mm -hmm. teachers who weren't in my grade, like teachers from all over the school. Mm -hmm. And I think my principal, Mm -hmm. it was just so nice to have this sense of community and all these people
0: who really cared
1: about this. And just to see, like, I love art and kind of designing and all that kind of stuff, just to see the different covers and Mm -hmm. everything else. And -hmm. just to like, really, Mm -hmm. you know, see it and get to pick one, which I really liked, even though I'm indecisive.
0: It Mm -hmm. was really
1: fun to get to choose and think about it and see all these different designs and ways that we could do that for my book. Because I feel like a cover is what really grabs the reader. Like when they see a cover, like you can have a really good book and no one will ever pick it up because the cover is just like, it doesn't draw attention. It's not really... Mm -hmm. Just like, man, it's Mm -hmm. really interesting to see all the different ways that designers had like put my book on a single, like all of it, just everything just put into this one. I feel I mean, sh- like your cover really brought the essence of your book
0: to life. It was really fun when it was kind of like when the one came, that's the one, right? The colors, the feel, the vibe, the energy, everything. So it was a really fun experience. So fun to do that together.
1: And I even, yep. we did have an option not to do the poll. And I still wanted to, to see what everyone thought. But I mean, I feel like I was pretty certain when it came in, mm-hmm. I remember looking at that and being like, mom, should we just drop everything and pick it now? I know. Like, I feel like this is the one. And I just felt so drawn toward it yeah, compelled to it. And there were yes. so many other good covers that I loved and everything. But I just felt in that one moment when I first looked at it, I was like,
0: I this think is that's the one. one. But the poll was so much fun because it that's was. really what drew out Not only the support from everyone, which is so fun, but also you really connecting with kids that have had a similar experience. Mm -hmm. So I think it was just amazing. And
1: I, I mean, I did really feel drawn to that one. There were several others that I also felt drawn to that I really Mm -hmm. liked. Um, So I think I'm glad I did the poll. I did end up picking that one, but I'm glad I did the poll still because I mean, it did help me decide. Yeah. Yeah, Not that, I mean, I... Care what these people think because I feel like all the people who commented would kind of know yeah. what yeah. the reader would want and need. Yeah. But I think it also was about what I wanted. It's not just yeah. about what everyone else thinks. Yeah. But I think their feedback really helped me. Yeah. And yeah. Okay. I wanted. I've got two more questions for you, and then
0: we're gonna wrap up this interview. So one thing I want to know is how this has been for you personally, sharing your own story. I know for me and a lot of the coaches listening, um, sharing your own story can sometimes be a very healing experience, very meaningful. I'm wondering for you, how has this been for you sharing some of these personal aspects
1: of your life and your experience? So I think some of it has been a little bit difficult for me. A lot of kids are embarrassed or they don't want people to know that their parents are divorced. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't really feel that way. Like, I don't really mind, you know, sharing that. But I think just some of my really, like, all some of my really personal experiences. So the book is, I share, well, I say a little bit about, like, my experience in each chapter. But it's mostly advice. But at at the beginning, or is it at the end? I think it's at the beginning. Where you share your story. It's like my story. And writing about some personal things, I didn't really even think about it. But now that I think about it, well, I did think about it. But like, (laughs) what I mean is now that I'm thinking about it, there are some things that, like, I just kind of flew through it, typing it, and I put Mm -hmm. a lot into it. But there are some things that I am now thinking about. And I'm kind of nervous Mm -hmm. that's going to be shared with not the world, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but a lot of people. Well, for what it's
0: worth, Daisy, I think think it's amazing because I remember when you were writing your story, the beginning part of it, that was a section that you got stuck on a little bit. You know, the other parts of the book, kind of the tips and covering these topics seem to flow pretty easily for you. But then, but the part about sharing your story, just like with all of my coaches in my audience was a little more challenging and I think it's amazing. So hopefully you realize that it's going to be, it's so meaningful for people to hear and see the real you.
1: So Mm -hmm. amazing. And I, I didn't realize it until, I mean, a lot of the staff members at my school, like my coaches and Mm -hmm. um, different teachers for like art and music were asking me about it. And one of my Mm -hmm. coaches in PE, uh, we were talking about it and she was like, Wow, this is amazing. And one of the things she asked me or kind of said was like, just writing about this, sharing your story and giving all this advice. Mm -hmm. And when you've been like through divorce your whole life, it must be such a healing experience. Mm -hmm. And I hadn't really thought of it that way. Mm -hmm. I just thought of it as, you know, sharing it and giving advice. But I think when she said that, it just kind of clicked in my mind. That it is a really special and healing experience for me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think it's so a good awesome. um, experience with like being an author and some of these real life things that are really important, even at yeah. what most people would call a young age. Um, yeah, <laughs> I don't like yeah, to think totally, myself as a kid, but let's be honest, yeah. I am. I'm only 11. But yeah, it just is a really special healing experience. And I think it's really important to me to just pour all my heart and soul into this and have people read it and know all my advice and experiences. Awesome. Okay, Daisy. So I have one more question for you.
0: For my listeners who have been afraid to do something big, maybe it's writing a book or starting their podcast, or starting their business, maybe they've been listening to this and haven't started it for all the people listening, young or old. We're talking some, to you. Some big thing that they've been scared to do. What advice would you give them? What would you tell them? I
1: would look straight into their eyes like you did that one day, that one day for <laughs> that when you told me we had to publish the book. And I would say, look at me. <laughs> I know you're nervous. I know you're scared. I know this is hard for you. I know, or maybe I know you haven't had the time for this, or you feel like you haven't, or maybe you're kind of putting it off or not wanting to make time for it. Whatever the situation is with being nervous about starting something new, trust the process. Mm. And trust There's always, even though it might not seem like it, there's always people around you that love you and are supporting you, cheering you on always. And you're never alone in whatever you're doing. There's always someone else who is having the same struggles or or very similar struggles and very similar experiences to you. So just trust the process, trust yourself and know that you can do it.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much, Daisy. So of course, at the beginning of this podcast, I had left the information about how you can sign up for Daisy's book, and it's in the show notes as well. So thank you so much, Everen, for being here, and
1: thank you, Daisy, such an amazing time to be with you. Yeah, it's so been proud of you. Great and really exciting. I'm um, just having a lot of thoughts swirling around in my mind about this, and just get it all out and share all this exciting information about my upcoming book. Awesome. Book with all these people. Great. Thanks, Daisy. Thanks for listening to the Masterful
0: Coach Podcast. You can check out www.thecoachingcollective.com for info about the ultimate program for coaches building a business. To find out more about Molly, you can visit www.mollyclare.com. you.